the Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you so much for today. Thank you for another awesome week of being in your word. And thank you for Thanksgiving, the break that I'm sure most of us, if not all of us, needed. Um, thank you for that. And yeah, we are you're just so thankful, Lord. Uh, you have so much to be thankful for. And I pray that as we kind of talk about your word today, Lord, I pray that it would uh, increase our appreciation of your word and our thankfulness, thankfulness for it. And that you would, uh, yeah, enlighten us further and further. We thank you, Lord. We love you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Hey, guys. So I, I was, for today's re Bible review, I don't even know what to call this. Um, for today's uh, Bible series thing that I'm doing, um, I, I was actually tempted this previous week to just do another video on James. I don't know if you guys caught the last one, but I did a video on James too. Um, kind of the la the latter portion of that chapter, um, and pretty much all of my um, QTs for last week, since you know we're going through that book, uh, all of them, almost all of them, were in the book of James. I was tempted to do another video with James as the um, scripture, but I I thought it would be I kind of want you guys to go ahead and read it yourself. I don't want to be the uh, this is what the Bible says. I just want to motivate you guys. So um, James is just jam-packed with wisdom. It's very dense, um, and, and there's a lot there. It's one of my favorite books in the Bible. But uh, another one of my favorite stories actually uh, came up in the Bible reading plan, in, in the Machine Bible reading plan, and I wanted to talk about that instead. I'm going to do kind of a um, two-chapter thing. It's not just going to be in one of the chapters. It's um, from November, actually, let me look it up when exactly, yeah, from November 24th and November 25th. So November 24th was Jonah chapter 3, and November 25th is Jonah chapter 4. And I want to kind of go from the latter part of Jonah chapter 3 till the beginning part of uh, Jonah chapter 4 to talk about kind of what I learned and what I read and what I saw. So I'm going to read from uh, Jonah chapter 3, verse 6, and probably going to go until Jonah chapter 4, verse 4. Yeah. So this is verse 6 in chapter 3. And the word reached the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, removed his robe, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. And he issued a proclamation and published through Nineveh. By the decree of the king and his nobles, let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Let them not feed or drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth, and let them call out mightily to God. Let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. Who knows? God may turn and relent, and turn away his fierce anger, so that we may not perish. When God saw what they did, how they turned from their evil way, God relented of the disaster that he had said he would do to them, and he did not do it. This is chapter 4. But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was angry. And he prayed to the Lord and said, O Lord, is not this what I said when I was yet angry in my country? Oh, when I was yet in my country? This is why I made haste to flee to Tarshish. For I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and relenting from disaster. Therefore now, O Lord, 
please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. And the Lord said, do you do well to be angry? So that, that was um, verse 4. Just for a little bit of context, um, everyone knows the story of Jonah, how Jonah was called to go to a place, and he, he was on the boat, and then he somehow got swallowed up by a whale or, or fish, a big fish. And he got to where he needed to go, and he did a sermon or something, right? So everyone knows the story of Jonah going in the fish, but um, a little bit of context, uh, maybe geopolitical or or social context here. Um, obviously, Jonah, he says it here in, in the beginning of chapter 4, he really didn't like Nineveh. Uh, the, the people there, I, I'm not exactly sure uh, what the um, motivation behind that was. I'm sure it's... I'm sure if you look it up, you'll see. It's, I, I think, I, if I remember correctly, it was something about like the two uh, nations not liking each other. There was something there. Um, but for sure, what I do know, Jonah, the individual, did not like the country uh, of Nineveh. And the reason why he ended up in the fish's belly is because when God called him to go preach and, and give the message to the city of Nineveh or the country of Nineveh, um, Jonah was running away because he didn't want to do that. Just for a little bit of a personal twist, I, I am a South Korean. Um, and if you guys know anything about the Korean history, uh, Japan as a country occupied South Korea. So and it was like two generations ago. So it wasn't even that long ago. So it would be like asking my grandfather who saw um, as a child kind of the uh, the occupation and, and the the harsh rule of Japan over South Korea and, and all of that and the fight for independence and all of that, it would be like after independence asking him to go to Japan and, and say, hey, let's tell them the good news of the gospel, right? Um, so that, that's kind of what I think uh, when I read this. And um, that's why he ended up on the boat. He was running away and then the whole storm came and God eventually got him back to Nineveh. But the really funny part, it's kind of the, comical part of this is um, Jonah knew God well enough to know that he needed to obey because he saw what, what happened if he didn't. Um, but the way that he obeyed was really interesting. Um, some call it the shortest sermon ever given. Um, I, I don't know that you would call this a sermon, but if you go back a little bit in Jonah chapter 3 verse 4, it says Jonah began to go into the city going a day's journey and he called out and this is the message he gave um, to the Ninevites, Ninevians, the people of Nineveh. Um, he said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. That was it. He said that, and then that was what uh, the king was uh, talking about. What the In the beginning of uh, verse 6, when we read, the word reached the king, that was the word. That's literally all Jonah gave them. It wasn't like a whole... Uh, presentation of who God is, what sin is, and hey, you guys, you guys have really messed up. You got to turn uh, away from your sin, and you got to follow God. Like it wasn't any of that. It was literally disasters coming. It, and uh, I think, in the sense of obeying God, Jonah did the bare minimum, and you can see that the reaction to this. He really wanted the people of Nineveh to continue sinning. He wanted the people of Nineveh to kind of be like, what is this guy? And and walk away. But that's not what happened at all. These people um, led by the king really 
realizing their sins said we gotta we gotta repent we gotta repent we gotta um turn to god we, we gotta stop doing all the evil things that we're doing and, and we gotta trust in the lord and jonah is so mad he gets so upset in the beginning of chapter four and yeah i there's something about this passage that spoke to me um because at first, I think it's admirable. It's an admirable, admirable quality to want to obey God, um, and even if it's kind of reluctant, or right? even reluctant obedience. I think it's better than no obedience um, and rebellion. But Jonah doing this and doing the bare minimum and seeing, you know, this amazing turn of events happen. Uh, that's kind of what we as Christians, you know, dream about, right? We we want to see God use us mightily. We want to see it happen, and we want to see God do amazing things. But given all of that, Jonah was still angry, and it got me thinking, man, who's going to be able to relate to Jonah at all? Because no, what Christian doesn't want to see God's kingdom expand? What Christian doesn't want to see his works done mightily? Um, but when I sat down to really think about it, I realized, you know, there are sacred cows that we all have um, that we don't want to give up, even in the face of uh, God's plans and God's will. Um, so I, I wanted to, I mean, for me, it, I think the Japan thing a little bit. Like I'm, I'm not opposed to going to Japan. Like I'm, I'm enough generations removed from that to. Uh, not hold uh, that much anger, but there are definitely stories I've heard. Um, so a, a little bit there, but there are people who I've seen spend their life in really bad rebellion against the Lord and later on kind of come back or come to the Lord and experience all these blessings. And there is, there are moments where I say, wow, like that's, is that fair? Oh, or, Maybe I expected them to some sort of punishment to happen. Um, so even for me, like when, when I was reading this, there were things where I said, "Oh, I I do harbor some of the hate that Jonah had for the Ninevites, <laughs> the people of Nineveh." It, is Ninevites the right term? I don't know. Uh, the people of Nineveh. Um, so I had to repent of that. I had to say, "Wow, I there are." There is hatred that is kind of hidden in my heart that I haven't really thought about that this story helped me recognize. I don't know, maybe for you, there's there are things that you're harboring in your heart that isn't loving. Um, and, you know, I, I think the, the takeaway here is, first, it really doesn't matter your intent or your, I guess, skills or your talents. When... God calls you to do something and you obey, God can make things happen. I think that's the amazingness of God, right? He's powerful. He's great. And he's so merciful, right? And Jonah was angry about that. He's, he's angry about God being so gracious and merciful. So the character of God revealed here is powerful, merciful, amazing God. And the thing that's revealed about humanity is that even in the light of experiencing that gracious, merciful, powerful God, we might have hold, uh, we might hold hatred that isn't 
um, reflective of God's love for other for His people. Um, so, for me, it, it was a moment of reflection. Um, it was it was a little bit comical. Um, if you guys know Tim Mackey from the Bible Project, he has like a whole series on his podcast called My My Strange Bible, um, and he does a whole thing on um, Jonah the book and. He puts it in a very, this is kind of a, a humorous book because of, you know, what, like the, the anger that Jonah has and what he's doing and what God still does through him. So if you're interested, um, I, I would recommend go, you go listen to that. But yeah, also I would recommend all of us reflecting on and praying on whether or not we hold this type of hatred mm, that you know, we would want to withhold the love that we experience from God, from other people. So, yeah, thank you for listening today. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and uh, I hope you guys continue uh, on this journey with me to uh, reading the Bible and becoming yeah, Christians that can actually say we obey and follow Christ. Uh, thank you, guys, and I'll talk to you next time.